right. Welcome to the This That Podcast, bro. Merry Christmas. I hope everyone's feeling good. Merry, Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas to you guys. To, to people tuning in from Australia and from the other 30 countries streaming the podcast around. Thanks. I'll give you another round of applause. Start off positive, upbeat. It's Christmas, bro. Get in the spirit. I've got to get in the spirit, my brother-in-law said to me the other day. Get in the spirit, budge. Get in the spirit. What's your problem? I go, bro, it's 7.40. I just got to the city, to the Domain Botanical Gardens Park, some festival they called Noel over there. We've just like gangers on stilts, not gangers, like girls. They, I mean, they were acting a little sexual, to be honest, laying on their back, kicking their legs up. Some other girl had a G-string on and she was like doing strip dance on some guy that was pedaling around on a bike. Doesn't matter. Nice, beautiful girls. And I'm just saying that I was a little bit out of the spirit because I told you, start at 4.30, the preparation to go to the city, ended up at the city at 7.30 and had to leave at 7.45 because I had an appointment with my mates at dinner. Now, this double brick garage, we need to make sure that the lighting is right. Thanks to the people tuning in on the YouTubes. See, I've got lighting, but it's kind of got the strophes, bro. I hope you guys are having a good time for Christmas. I certainly am looking forward to some more time with the kids, even though today should be a day off, you know, should be hanging out with the family and the, the Mises Proprietary Limited. We ended up going to Westfield this morning. I don't know whether it's just these days and the chaos that besets us. I don't know whether it's just the way that society is or is it the falling of the patriarchy and the 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 gaining of the matriarchy and the chaos that comes with that because I don't know what's going on. It is chaos out there. Might be chaos just because it's Christmas time. You can't be that analytical that quick. You can't be that critical, Vlad. You haven't taken in all components. You need a critical line. This is what you're going to hear from the educated heroes that still don't know how to drive to a wedding in Wollongong. They go through Newcastle. You still this pisses me off. There's a lot of people that educate out there that are dumber than anything. But again, silly to me to even just go down this pub. Go to Westfield this morning to take photos with Santa. We got a nine fifty three appointment with this fat Norwegian bloke, Santa. Right, nice bloke to be honest. Like we actually met him; he was very, very nice. My brother in law sitting there. He's he's there a couple of minutes before us. I drag in my son. He's had his tonsils out. He's still recovering. He's on painkillers continuously, like a seventy two year old lady with arthritis. And I take him into this Westfield. My daughter's excited. I can't believe I see Santa. These kids don't believe in Santa, by the way. They're five and two and a half. My kids are like completely atheistic, don't give a shit about Santa. They, they don't believe Jesus was around. They, they're completely just been robbed by ABC Kids and, and different other places. So their heads are into Bluey and into like ballerina movies. They, they, don't, they don't believe in shit. Like I remember when I was my daughter's age, five and a half, I saw my dad dressed as Santa once. My head nearly popped off my shoulders and entered the orbit. I was that excited. I I was that gullible. I was that naive. My daughter, now if I say Santa, she goes, okay, no. All right, Dad. That's cute, man. That's cute. Where are you going to bring the trampoline when I'm sleeping? 
and you're going to set it up in the backyard and then pretend that Santa Claus dropped that off because he can drop it off in a sleigh. How's they going to put the whole trampoline in the sleigh? And how's they going to put all of those other kids' stuff that the kids have been a good kid? Oh, yeah, and then I'm going to be a good kid. Am I being a good kid? Is Bato a good kid? Because he was screaming last night at 2 in the morning and I couldn't sleep and I heard you were screaming back to him and then he started screaming and then he's not good. He's not going to get any. And Santa Claus isn't real, Dad. You just bring it in the Audi and you set it up. It's okay, but that's cute. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Dad. That's what I'm dealing with now. It's chaos. I go into the Westfield. Now, I'm thinking when I get into Westfield, there's going to be a system, there's going to be a format, a bunch of management there with Santa Claus because it's the most wanted thing at this point of the year. It's a fat guy in a red suit, a couple of little Santa's helpers. They're all sexualized these days. They've all got little hot pants on and wearing like fishnet stockings, these girls. They, they don't want to go there respectful. Like They want to go there looking hot just in case someone Snapchats them on the elevator upstairs. Oh, look at Stephanie, man. Look how she's dressed. Steph looking good as a little elf. Thank you. See you tonight at the Ivy. Anyway, we get there. I look, there's 30 people before us, all couples, 30, 30 groups before us. I get there, I start straight away anxious. The anxiety level's po- huge. Like It's like I was about to go skydiving for the first time. I've got my son, my daughter, my little nephew, he's run up to me, and they've got some toys there. Now, you've got to watch these blokes in the toys because he'll disappear, boom, out of Westfield, end up in some toilet cubicles, doesn't know where he is. And if you're going to cut that, alone in the toilet cubicles, he needed to go do a piss. So don't come at me saying insinuation station. I'm just saying he disappears and goes to the toilet. You can't find him. But I was looking around these toys. Now I'm watching my son. As I said, he's like, where's Wally? This guy is a white kid to a wog family. Still got to do the DNA test. And then my nephew and my, my daughter, which kind of hang out together. They're like best friends. They just hang out. My daughter completely controls him anyway. But, you know, standing has got that XX chromosome going, whatever. So I was watching, and then me and my son are hanging around. He came up to me, and then I'm looking. The line's not moving. There's no one moving in this line. Santa Claus, he's not there. I don't know whether he's gone to get an Aporto's meal. Where, where is this bloke? Don't know. I do care. Because I've been there now, appointment's 9.53, it's now 10.53, we're not moving. The people in front of us, their blood pressure is up. But no one wants to say anything except for one hero, who's ended up, and I found this out later, who's ended up going and berating all of these magical elf women that are working. Not a bloke in sight, it's just Santa and just chicks everywhere. This is an issue. You need blokes. You need blokes to help run the system, all right? The bloke's not going to break down and cry when you test why you're an hour and a half late. This little Chinese girl, and she was Chinese, by the way, I think. So if you're going to cut that, I'm keeping my options open where she's from. But she was definitely of Asian descent. For all the do-gooders out there that do no good, she was of Asian descent. And I'm going to describe her that way because she was of Asian descent. That's all I could notice. I didn't know her name or her background or her favorite hobbies. But she was there, little glasses, reading glasses, crying. And I was like, what has Santa done? Santa's getting up in between photos and consoling her. Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Like that. She's crying. (laughs) So my brother-in-law steps up and he's talking to this other, another girl between the age of 18 and 19 and a half. I mean, seriously. Seriously. I'm talking about the 18 and 19 and a half generation of today. 
not of 1994. It's a different gen, right? They don't have the the emotional temperance. They don't have the the emotional fortitude to be able to go through 30 bunches of people, lots of wogs, sitting there going, what fucking going on, eh? Hey, fucking go, hurry up, man. They, they haven't got that, you know. They'll break down and cry, and that's what happened. <coughs> This girl starts crying. Someone apparently goes, it's 10.40 and I've been here since 9.40. If you don't get your shit together, I'm going to take Santa. I'm going to start an argila at my house and he can be on my missus's lap all day. I don't give a shit, bro. What are you going to do about it? And this girl's like, ah, 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 ah. Look, rightfully so, bro. You are taking people's time. If you're going to have a schedule, you got to abide by it. There's no point, like Jerry Seinfeld said. There's no point in, like, just giving out tickets. Where was it? It was one of his. Oh, yeah, when you reserve a car. He goes, yeah, but I reserve the car. That puts the car on hold. Oh, I'm sorry, there's no cars left. He goes, but that's impossible because I reserved it. She goes, well, that is possible. We've given it away. He goes, but then you don't need a reservation. And she goes, yes, sorry. He goes, do you get the concept? Like, he was frustrated in 1994. I get that now, 25 years on, 27 years on. What the hell is it, 27? 28? Could it be 28 years on? Bitch, mother, bro. You know you're getting old, bro, when you look back into the 90s and the three decades ago and you know that you were were well-functioning in those times and then you see your mate, at Crunch Fitness, and he walks in with a phone holder that turns into a wallet. That's when you know you're old. I saw my mate, Goran, turned up to Crunch. He was on the, firstly, he's a little bit older than me, but there comes a switch in people's 40s where they either thrive or they just look like they're clutching to survival. This guy is the latter. He's not the one where they're thriving, they're doing ultra marathons, he started a business, he's, he stopped drinking, he's got himself into shape, like obviously what you're seeing now with a singer on. How am I supposed to put it up that way? You know, look, this guy's let go. You know, he's been sucking back Coronas like his Jesus's juice since 1994, and now he just looks like a couch, just like a beanbag on an inclined treadmill. His doctor said, please, just do, you know, half an hour of slow-paced walking from here on in, you know, and try not to have, you know, six to eight hamburgers a week, please. And forget about drinking. You can't have any more. You've drank enough for 80 years in the span of 20. But this guy was clutching, and I saw him, and he had a beaten-up leather-brown wallet that he sunk in like an iPhone 9 into it, and he was on it, and the phone was like the wallet was open. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see now the size of my whole hand. So half of it's covering his cheek, the other half is covering like the his temple, and he's they're having a conversation, a full ball with his missus, as loud as possible. And I'm gonna roll the dice and think his missus is a machine because I've seen a lot of these wogs. You know, they'll come out, the missus will be immaculate, like she'll have a midlife crisis at 40, and she'll go get shredded, do pilots bar, yogas, they'll do a whole bunch of different positions and they'll come out and this guy will just give in at 40. He'll just go, what fucking, there's only a few more years left, who cares? This guy's one of them. You know you're getting old when you're looking back at the 90s and thinking, bro, I was around then and and it was 30 years ago, 27, 28 years ago since that. So this girl, this girl's crying. Santa Claus is consoling her. So we finally get there 
and there was a, a couple in front of us, you know, like a family, two and two, and my brother-in-law standing there. Now, he's starting to lose his shit a little bit too, but he's very polite. And the girl comes out and she goes, Hum, Stojanovsky, Stojanovsky. And we're looking around. We're like, that's not our last name. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's, we're next, aren't we? And she goes, oh, no, it's Stojanovsky. And he goes, just let these people in front of us go and then let us go. So just keep the order of the line. She goes, no, we have to keep it in order of time that's been booked. And he goes, what time is Stojanovsky? She goes, 10.20. He goes, we're 9.53. She goes, all right. Well, are you? He goes, yes, bro. She goes, all right, you go first. So then we have to move past the people in front of us. They got their shits now. Stojanovsky, who knows where he is? He's pulled the parachute. This guy's gone to Aldi now to go and see if he can find a dildo. He's not even bothered about the photos now at Santa Claus. It's too much chaos, guys. Uh, all I've got to say in respect to this stuff, have fun in, in Christmas time, but as a society, we've got to pull shit together. We've got to pull the fucking reins back on the sleigh and, and, and rein it in, haul it back, slow these reindeers down because there won't be any more Santa Claus photos, bro. You'll be Shisha Claus, a uh, little Lebo guy or some Yobo Santa drinking a Fanta in a backyard taking photos in the future. There's not going to be any type of system because people will not return after an experience like that. We're not returning after an experience like that. We'll be like, no chance. Call Kathy. Her son is going to do it. You know, and, and that's what it that's what it comes down. Like a bad experience at a restaurant. If you go to a good restaurant, if the restaurant is hyped up, this is the problem about human beings. This is how you blurry the lines. If a restaurant's hyped and it's shit, there are a, a bunch of people that will continue going back to that restaurant due to hype. Even though it's it's actually crap. You just go there and you go, no man, this is mad. Point in case here. Yeezy shoes, the 350 shoes, I bought them. They're the worst things. You get calluses from them that makes your foot look like an arrow and it looks like a half-dancing shoe from the Macedonian Highlands. I was going to say Macedonian, the Spanish version of Macedonia. And and they're ugly and also Kanye West is off his rocker. You've got, you've got that, but people continue buying them. But if anything, and I'll put myself in that basket, a Kanye West shoe or eating a Nobu or something like that is just a badge saying, I've got no style, but I have a little bit of cash. That's all this is, right? You go to Nobu, you've been eating brother's kebabs up until now, but you're going to Nobu because you think that someone's going to give a shit about you. No, no, no. The $724 that you get for four pieces of kingfish taken out of your mum's debit card, that's the only person that's winning, the person there, the little Japanese sous chef. Hanging around, Hokuto Takamara, he's loving life. And you're just jumping back into the Uber, some Camry, Altice, thinking, Jesus Christ, dude, I've just done my ass in. But you're not, think, you're not acting like that. You're acting like it was nothing. <laughs> 700 bucks a month worth of shopping, a <laughs> month worth of groceries. That's nothing. Bro, who deserves it? You're a beautician. I'm a practicing electrician. You know what? Um, you know, within two, three years, I'm going to have my own business, bro. I'll have a truck on the road. We deserve it. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, you know, I've been saying this for years now, bro. This podcast is like some, it's like Nostradamus. I told you. I've been saying it for years. In 2020, the Christmas special, which I dropped December 26th or 25th, 2020, I listened to a bit of it this morning because I was interested to what my head was doing back then. 
I was like, how much have you changed, Vlad? How much has the podcast changed? The podcast now is better than then. It's more refined. It's, it's more dense and, and it's got different flavors and stuff. Back then it was just just that. I was doing adverts straight. There was no jingles. There was hardly any intros. The outros were catastrophic. Like it was just rough days. It was only 20, 20 episodes, you know, whatever. But now it's a lot better. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what that's that blew me away. Like I was like at the end of 2020, everyone was hyped about 2021 being a great year. I knew, and I said it in that podcast, that 2021 is going to be worse than 2020. And I said 2022 is going to be still catastrophic and we're going to be trying to build back society to resemble somewhat of a functioning uh, coexistence amongst you know uh, people and business. And uh, I was on point. Now, I'm not Nostradamus for that. Many people could have predicted that. But I'm just saying, were they wearing Oakleys? Were they wearing a little Bond singlet? Did they have a little $2.50 hat from a Greek lady that owns a $2 store in Penzas? No. Were they wearing some, you know, DJ earphones here? Were they in an empty garage while their missus and kids were at home waiting for them, rushing to this podcast? No. Were they 103 days sober? Probably not. So, I mean, one of one right there. All right. So Christmas is going to be fun, bro. Um, I am 103 or four days sober now. Let, let me have a look at my old – I've got this app called Less. If anyone wants to quit drinking, get this app. It gives you a little look at how many – 103 days, bro. Round of applause. Come on. Give it up. Good luck with you. 103 days. That's good, bro. No alcohol for 103 days. Got some alcohol-free beer. And um, I've been enjoying this journey. And the thing is now, it's Christmas. I've got Christmas on Sunday. Uh, yeah, Sunday. Tomorrow night we're doing Christmas drinks and stuff. I'm not going to drink. I'm, I'm happy to just keep on having this copy, uh blood orange sparkling water. I'm loving that. That's how we're going to do it. <sighs> got to do what's right for you, bro. That's the Christmas spirit. Doing what's right for you so you can do what's right for others. I need a coffee and I want a petite, please. I need a coffee and I need a petite. I need Odyssey. Odyssey Coffee, bro. Brainchild of Matthew and Jimmy over from the Melbourne area. Melbourne Vladiators, blo- bro. Uh, females, uh, bros and I was going to say bros and girls. Please get your head around Odyssey Coffee, bro. Why? Because it's the best coffee I've had in Australia. I love it. I haven't gone. I wish I could get a barista to make it for me, but they didn't get. Uh, they sent it to me just for home. And to be honest, it's incredible tasting, very continuous, uh, consistent. All right, here we go. What is your coffee, bro? Do you think I need a coffee at the moment? Like the way that I'm as tired and you know, vacant-minded as I am right now. Now I could do a double-shot macchiato, log-style, hot. Just put it in me, bro. I need a coffee right now. odysseycoffee.com.au, sponsors of the podcast. Email them, admin at odysseycoffee.com.au. Big sponsors of this podcast have come to the Melbourne shows, have been on board for months and months and months on end. They've got hot chocolate. They've got the best boutique craft coffee. They get a whole bunch of buyers and roasters out there to get the – the most amount of consistency and taste and flavor that can send to you directly. Obviously, you go to odysseycoffee.com.au. It's O-D-Y-S-E-Y.com.au. 
And they offer both wholesale and domestic sales. So if you want to do a whole bunch, email them, admin at odysseycoffee.com. If you're starting up a business, starting up a cafe, or starting up even a bike shop with a little barista at the front, whatever you want to do, man, get in touch with uh, odysseycoffee.com.au and mention Vlad to get the stitch on the price. If you mention Vlad, that's where you get the discount. V-L-A-D, Vlad. Villas, lands, apartments, duplexes, Vlad. Odyssey Coffee, supporting the supporters that support the podcast. It's what you need to do, and I keep bringing this immaculate podcast to you. Orange Legal Group. One of my favorites, Orange Legal Group. Listen, they do home loans and accounting all in the one, all under the one roof, bro. Damn, I need a coffee bad. I need a coffee for sure. It's a lawyer slash conveyancer specializing in property law and conveyancing. That's what happens when you go to purchase a property. You need to make sure someone looks over the contracts that you're buying, not a dud. You're buying a good property, that there's nothing hidden in the special conditions. This is what Kenny and the boys at Orange Legal Group in Victoria do. Orange Legal Group are supporters of this podcast. You must go to Orange Legal Group if you're anywhere within the state of Victoria. They do things remotely over the phone over Zoom, they'll come to you, you go to them. Um, it's all done on orangelegalgroup.com.au. Give them a buzz if you want, 8317-1070, 8317-1070, and get in touch with them. Now, I'll tell you what they do. They've got three things under the one roof. They've got a lawyer that does conveyancing, which is, I mean, that's one. They've got a chartered accountant, which does all of your accounting stuff, and three, full mortgage broker to get the loans for you. Competitive, going against Westpac, Eastpac, St. George, Slaying Dragons, they'll go against everyone to make sure that you get the most competitive rate. And they'll give you a couple of freebies now if you call them and mention Vlad. They're going to be one, free contract reviews if you're going to purchase a property. Just send it straight to Kenny and the boys, which is property at orangelegalgroup.com.au. Property at orangelegalgroup.com.au. And then you're going to get yourself a free assessment of the contract. Also, a free assessment of financial capacity for how much you want to you know, borrow. So that's free for all of the Vladiators. Please get in touch with them. Uh, orangelegalgroup.com.au. Supporting the supporters that support the podcast is what you got to do. They'll give this to you, Immaculate Shot of Podcast, for free. Love ya. Orange Legal Group. Go and rap. Metropolitan Stein, the best Stein in the world. When you want to check your kitchen and your shit, cupboards and trash. So the light just basically fell down. I was doing that. I, mean, I get, get very rock and roll, bro. I get very Van Halen. I get very 1989, 1984. Ah, why not? Why not? You know, I get psyched up with Metropolitan Stone. You know what Metropolitan Stone is, bro? It's a cabinet making extraordinaires from Victoria, helping you do everything inside of your house that's got to do with wood, chalkboard, corkboard, uh, kickboards, whatever you want to do with kitchens, benchtop changeovers, brand new kitchens, full brand new laundries, renovations to your laundries, built-in cupboards. Um, what are those things? The linen press and closets and... Cabinets in your bathroom and TV units and wardrobes. This is what they do. Anyone in Victoria, make sure that you get in touch with Orange. Ah, oh, sorry, Orange Legal Group. 
metropolitanstone.com.au. There's a lot of these beautiful podcasts here that like coexist in my brain, and I can just draw on the wrong one every now and then. Matt, is num- his number is 0425797488, 0425797488. His name is Matty. He's from the awesome company metropolitanstone.com. .au. Metropolitan Stone is who you're going to hit up for anything to do with internal renovations of your kitchens, laundries, uh, bathrooms. Uh, you've also got the television units, the entertainments, your rumpus rooms, your boys' rooms. Your If you want to just put stuff on the walls, like just cu- cupboard, cupboards and cupboardries and stuff in the walls. Um, lin- uh, what's those things called? A butler's closet. I need a butler's pantry. I need a butler's pantry. I just learned how to make jaffles. I need a butler's pantry now. I need a Mercedes-Benz AMG GLE C63 ABC because I just got my my license now. Metropolitanstone.com.au. Support the supporters that support the podcast. You're right. Santa Claus has come to town. I just went to service New South Wales quickly to get my PWC, a.k.a. head ski slash jet ski license. And um, they sent me away. Firstly, the moment you walk into any service New South Wales after four thirty p.m., it's um, it's like your long cousin that you haven't seen for for twenty years calling you and saying, "I need a kidney." They start thinking, panicking, sweating, looking at the clock. What does this guy want from us? Am I obliged? Can I get away with like leaving? Because they leave at four fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. They don't play around with that five o'clock shit. They don't play around with still helping till five fifteen. No, it doesn't work. These government bodies, they're the people that love to go to do their absolute minimum, but at work take everything so seriously. They take the rules seriously. These ladies there, they were there. They were peering down their noses like they were some some brain surgeons or rocket scientists looking at the, the the technical elements of takeoff. And I was just sitting there just going, I just need a photo. They put me on the just get no, no, no. You've got to bring in your own passport photos. I go, what year is the passport photos? Who even takes passport photos? Like you get some, you know, sexual deviant that does it out of a granny flat. Where do I get that done? Can I do it myself? And she was like, no, you need to go to a post office. I was like, fucking post office now, bro. Another government body. Who can be bothered with you guys? Just take, you've got a camera right there. Sit me down. It's the same, it's the exact same photo for a, for a driver's license. No, we can't do that. I'm sorry. The maritime are very old school. I go, you're old school too. Contest the fucking maritime, bro. Who are these guys? A bunch of dweebs sitting around smelling fish on the side of the ocean. They also got to be talked to. Take a f- How fraudulent can it be? I could take a photo of someone that looks like me and bring it in. But if you take it in front of you at Service New South Wales, proof, bro. It's our cameras. It's our security system. We can see you. Man, no, they don't want to hear any of that. I didn't even say any of that. Anyway, I've come to the point in my life now where I am so against resistance, like I'm going um, – if I don't need to be, by the way, like I, I can – Get the flaming sword out if you if I need to. That's for sure. If something's really bothering me, I, I won't step back. I won't step down. I won't back down. You know I won't back round. You know I stand my ground. Any motherfucker, don't buy her down. What was his name? Tom Petty. Tom Penny. But I'll be like, I'll stand my ground. But with this lady, she was like, I don't know. 
we need a passport photo. And I was like, you sure you just can't take one from here? This is quite, you know, same thing. Just put my box head into a little box and take a photo. No, no, no. And I was like, that's okay. It's 4.50. When are you guys open again? Oh, we're open on the 29th of, of uh, December. You can come back then. I go, that's okay. I'll be Nelson Bay then. But she goes, oh, that's fine. There's a Nelson Bay service, New South Wales. There, just take two photos of. I'll go. All right, cool. So I look at the time. I rush over to the post office, which was, you know, ironically about a hundred meters away. Lovely bloke there. Lovely guy. I don't know what his background was, but if I was to describe him, I'll take a punch in the dark. Filipino. And he goes to me. He goes, all right, man, what's going on? Eh? Yeah, no, not the bad, the bad, the bad. And I was like, what's going on with you? He goes, not bad, bro. Not bad. Like he's seen the swagger from me and he's adapted to that swagger. He's adopted a more kind of a American black kind of a lot of slapping, clapping kind of a swag when he saw me come up. Cause I'm throwing that little singlet on, little glasses, little pair of like uh, Lululemon shorts. So I've come out very multicultural, confusing if, it, if you're going to say anything. I'm very confusing in the outfit. Uh, fongs. On the bottom, that's the dadism that you cannot be bothered even lacing up things anymore. Uh, don't have the guts and tits. That's the, they've come back down to shrut at least. So, and he goes, yeah, man, it's 4.58 by the time I got to this bloke. He goes, yeah, no worries, man. Comes along with a little Canon camera. 30 seconds, bang, printed it out. $10, $19.95, done. Paid 20 bucks for four little photos. Doesn't matter. Not going to argue with it. Just going to go with it. Put it into a little paper bag, and now I'm going to Nelson Bay. I'm going to get a jet ski license there. I will become a head ski. It's not even mine. It's my sister's and my my dad's or someone. They've shared it, and I'm just going to jump on there and shut up a little bit with my missus. Go around there, shut up around the headlands down there and see a little shark. Shut it, flick it. Maybe the missus will fall off. Um, yeah, so I've got a couple of questions. Uh, might as well just run into those. I'm not going to go too Deep with yeah, well, might as well. Here, here we go. Might as well. Questions for Vlad, bro. Christmas edition. How do you deal with hammered members, family members, at your Christmas outings without dropping them? I'll try that again. This is the awesome language you guys are using. How to deal with hammered family members at Christmas um, meetings and luncheons and stuff like that without dropping them? Well, listen, it's not going to work if you drop them. Uh, if you drop them, then you're the villain, and you don't, you don't want to be the villain at Christmas. You're not the Grinch, all right? Keep it easy. Keep it easy. Let these morons be themselves, you know? You let thy reveal thyself, okay? Let them drink more. Now, it's 103 days for me. I won't be drinking at my Christmas party. This will be the first Christmas since I was, I reckon, 15 years old that I haven't, I won't be drinking. It, that's a lot of Christmas. That's two and a half decades of Christmas, Christmases that I have dedicated myself to drinking. And this time it's going to be a little San Pellegrino. It's a little Santa Vittoria. It's a little Remedy Kombucha. Shout out, Kombucha Remedy. Send me another box, bro. It's just going to be minimal, bro. Stays, man. Lululemon, little flickering shirt with various patterns, Hawaiian shirts and stuff. Hair flickering in the wind. A tan, a base tan, looking Puerto Rican. So um, how do you deal with it? Bro, um, give them more to drink. That's the best way to go with it. If someone's dousing themselves internally, you, you keep going with them. You know, like every now, if you see the shot glass go down or the beer go down, you pop up, you go, strebre. Another Heineken, bro. And he goes, 
Thanks. Thanks, Cheech. Thank you, man. You are good boy, buddy. You are a top boy, buddy. And you go, you have another Heineken, buddy. I'll bring you another. Hey, you're a fucking great guy. You are a great guy, buddy. And then just keep chill and watch him have another Heineken. And as they get to the bottom, Cheech, Rakia. Oh, yeah, buddy. Throwing another Rakia at me, buddy. You go and get a top Rakia, buddy. And you go and get the Rakia. And you come back. And then before you know it, He's either jumped into the Pajero and driven his missus home and lost his license and spent three or four weeks in jail, doesn't matter, either one, or he's fallen asleep on the fantastic furniture couch that's there at your cousin's house and, and he's gone or, you know, worst case scenario, he's in the toilet grabbing the porcelain going... There is an option D though, which is he's completely sober still because his liver has been fresh like some ultra runner and he can deal with it and he just just keeps on punching him back and then drives his wife home in the Pajero, which I've seen them. I've seen them run over like plants, pot plants, um, grass, medium strips, council property. I've seen them drive off and I'm like, I'm, I'm sure – that Cheech had at least 12 Coronas and half a bottle of Johnny Borka Blue. He did. He did. But he he will never give his wife the, the car to drive. I go, why? She hasn't got a license. Slobodanka does not have a license. And you go, why? In <laughs> 2022, Slobodanka hasn't got a license. She doesn't also have the Service New South Wales app. She's also got, got the passport when she goes to play the pokies. She, everything is like... Old school back there. My grandmother is 88 years old, never driven a car in her life. I don't think she's even grabbed the reins of the horse and cart. They're leaving it all to the bloke. These days, girls, they're leaving the blokes at home and they're going, we'll take control of everything. They'll start bricklaying soon. Thank God for that. They need to actually start taking the male's job, not just the easy shit. To start taking the hard stuff. Take the bins out on a Tuesday night. Let's see if you can do that. I don't think they can. They'll just throw it out in the backyard for the raccoons to come and get it, or possums. So, you know, Slobodanka doesn't have a license. Neither does Tsana, neither does Vera, neither does Lena. They don't have a license, and they don't want it because being driven around like Saddam Hussein is the best thing ever because you got Petre, Dimche, Yovche, Blagoche. These guys are drunk, driving, and the wife trusts them. He drives very good. He's a very, he's a great driver. Leave him alone. He's a great driver. He'll get put in jail, though, if they catch him. Good. We want a break from this guy. He yells. He boots the dog in the stomach. Sometimes he starves the dog. This guy burns toast, scrapes off the burn stuff onto the countertop and walks off. You know, they, they want that after 50 years of dealing with this warthog of a bloke. So if I was you, go. That's a tactic, bro. Just give him some more and just see where the night goes. Keep going. Let them keep going. Let them keep going. They will usually embarrass themselves. And then you, as a more regular-centered person, can just sit back, enjoy the show, and say, this is good. Here's another option. Go one-for-one one with them and end up in the backyard having a, like a Rocky Four fight with Rocky and that guy. Uh, what's the other guy? Ivan Drago. Put the fists up. And start knocking each other out on Christmas. I'll tell you what, you're giving someone a story for life. You're giving that whole family a story for life. Someone's nose might end up sideways. Do you remember when you smashed Jim's nose in? Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, I was good back then, you know what I mean? I, my cholesterol wasn't 16 back then. My daughter was 16. I, I was fit. I was young. 
I smashed his nose. Poor Jim, rest in peace, Jim. A few options is what I'm giving you here, you know what I mean? Well, throw the guilt trip at him. Just go. No, 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 no. Neti strum, man. That's the best way. That's what the mothers do. They're the wives, they'll just shake their head and go. You think a kangaroo jumped in the room? Aren't you embarrassed, man? Oh, wow. Wow. What's God going to think? Wow. What are your kids going to think? Look at them. Neti strum. You say that enough to a bloke, they'll shrivel up like a broom. All right, so that's the answer, brother. How to deal with hammered family members. Good luck. All right. We're going to rattle through these questions today. So one guy goes, long hair, why? Long hair? I'll do a short answer to this. I, was, I grew up with wogs and I grew up with Aussies. The Aussies all had long hair flickering. Most of them have cut it now because they don't they, – they're accountants or journalists at Channel 7. They, they don't need their hair flickering out for entertainment. I like the hair because you can flicker it in different ways. Very creative being that I am, as you can see. I'll tie it up. I'll leave it down. I'll push it forward. I'll pull it back. The hairline's catastrophic, but it doesn't matter. I'm clutching at it. I'm clutching at straws. The Balkan hairline doth winneth. I still – Still run forward with it. Plus, it looks it looks all right on me with the hair flickering. If I cut it all off, I'm just going to blend in with that kind of sheep look. I don't want to have be shorn like a sheep every Friday drinking a Red Bull and smoking a durry at the front of Moe and Joey's hectic haircuts. I want to have my own haircut flickering with scissors, a work of art or some guy – called Michael, that's gay, but he's not really. He's been married, but definitely if he's from the street, you say he's gay, but he's not because he's married with two kids and he's happy. But if you saw him in the nightclub, you'd go, they're definitely gay, but he's not because he's got a wife at home. But you never know what the time will unravel. That's the way that I look at it with the hairstyle. So, And plus, I can't have scalp blended into slightly less scalp. It's just not my style. The war's over. We won. Move on with it. Okay. Now, back to questions. Chrissy Coot, is that a joint operation buying presents for your kids or does the Mrs. Proprietary Limited do it all? This is interesting because I just got um, – well, she just called me now and she was like, hey, babe, where are you? I was like, why did you left the house an hour ago? She goes, yeah, but like, when are you going to be back or whatever? I was like, yeah, I'll be back soon, but can you give me a little bit of time? Like, you reckon I can get an hour or two without – I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and there's an option on Do Not Disturb to allow callers. Like, the proprietary limited should be first, but I don't put that in. I don't put that in. It allows people, if they call two times, to break through the 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 block. But for me, it's like – I put it on, you've got to call five times. Call call the Ambos before you call me because otherwise the missus will – if I look at my phone list incoming from the missus, every day it's between 10 and 25, and on the outgoing it's two from me. On the incoming text, a character's text, you know, say Twitter's 150, this is a minimum of a 550 to 2,000 text characters from me and from, from, from her to me, and from me to her it's between 15 and 30. You know, four to six words. That's it. It's okay, babe. No worries. Got it. What do you mean? Get out of here. Nah, I'm not doing that. All right, I might. You know what I mean? Because she might be saying, do it and we'll go left. And then I'll go, all right, I might. So is it a joint operation? Yes, it's a joint operation. Yes, because I have uh, interest in what my daughter likes. She loves dresses. She loves ballet. She loves as female stuff as you can possibly get. Dressing up, makeup. Uh, I don't buy her makeup. 
and she doesn't wear um, little hot shorts. She knows that from me. She comes up to me yesterday and she goes, Daddy, can I just ask her just a quick question? Like when, because I'm now five gun at big school. Now, can I wear like those, those things called a leotard? It's just like for, for when we go to ballet, it's just like a little, and it's like a swimming costume. I was like, are you in a pool? She goes, no. I go, well, you can't wear a swimming costume then. If you're in a pool and you're covered by a body of water, you can wear a swimming costume, but you can't be mucking around here out in lifestyle, lifestyles at five years old, walking around with half a wedgie on. You're going to put a little pair of shorts on. She goes, that's okay. I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to do it that because I know you don't like it. I'm just going to wear what well, I'm going to cover up, going to have a little leotard on, just going to put the little shorts on the outside or the tennis shorts. And I was like, bro, I'm, I'm raising a good girl right here. I knew it, bro. I knew it. I was raising a good girl, bro. Baby girl, if you're watching this, you know, in 15 years' time, which you will, you'll go back through the archives and you'll be like, I'm going to listen, go on a, go and listen to what my dad was all about back then, you know, before I become a complete philosopher now. And she'll see this and she'll go, you know, it's all right, you know, what I do when Leah Tarts now and I don't give a shit what he says. So I kind of I'm gonna buy her a dress. I went to look for a bike today. I was gonna buy her a bike. Um, she looked. She see. She loves these girly shit. She's seen a bike with like strands, those 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 streamers coming down the side. I couldn't even think about the word. Um, basket at the front, basket at the back. She wants to put a doll at the front. She wants to put a little like finger cross bun at the back. You know what I mean? Hot cross bun. Hot cross bun. Finger bun. The ones with the pink icing sugar on the top. I'm cutting the kids off the carbs now. Now I'm listening to a, a lot of people that are saying that this refined carbs and shit like that has made kids autistic and uh, on the spectrum. Um, and I'm just like, in the morning this morning, I just made her two eggs, tomatoes, cheese, kashkaval, Macedonian Highland cheese, um, some olives, a half a cucumber, sprinkling Celtic sea salt on it, keeping it raw, lean, real. You know what I mean? And my son as well. And they loved it. They're smashing it. Now, if you give them a bowl of Milo cereal, they're going to love that as well. But then go deal with the tantrums after the sugar hit goes down and they're, they're emotionally unstable. They don't like it. They get pumped up. They're little, little cokeheads. Just, <laughs> I don't want to do this. I want to start a business. I want to do this. I want to start a business. And then half an hour later, it's like they're looking for the toilet again. And Dimche, where is he? I don't want that. So my missus has got a few things, and this is the genius of my missus now. She just she calls me. She goes, "Babe, yeah, yeah, like um, I actually do have um, you know, I do have ideas about what to buy." Her. I go, "What do you mean, what to buy? It's the twenty third. Like you gotta, it's been bought. I'm just picking up the bike tomorrow." She goes, "No, no, no, don't buy the bike, please. I don't want to spend too much money. We're spoiling our kids." And I was like, "I agree with that. Sport kids are not good for anyone." I go, all right, because look, at my age, when I was their age, we didn't get peppered with gifts throughout the year, but we did get one big gift at the end of the year. That's how I was raised. I was raised, and I still remember the big gifts, not before five, but when I'll say eight, I remember Nintendo Entertainment System. When I was 11 or 12, I remember the Super Nintendo or, or six, uh, anyway, they were within three years or something like that. I remember the Super Nintendo. I remember a bodyboard. I remember a BMX bike. I remember trampoline, I remember another bodyboard, and that's about it. That's about it. And then there was, there was little presents, you know, or I mean, get a game or, or something like that. I want the new Street Fighter or the new Mario or something. And that was enough. That was enough. We were, or a record. Michael Jackson, I remember, got a record. 
Uh, it wasn't like 600 presents under a tree. You know, it wasn't any of that. We weren't spoiled. We didn't get that many presents, but we, we did appreciate them. I don't want to act like we weren't spoiled. We were spoiled compared to the people in Eastern Europe. You know what I mean? He gets a, a jar of olives for Christmas. It's different these days. If you get an iPhone 14 Pro Max, Steve Jobs edition, it's different, you know, to, to what we had and people are more well off these days and stuff. Oh, hi, come here, Christina. Guess what daddy bought you? I'm 16 years old. A brand new C-Class AMG C63. Go out the front. It's a, it's a demo edition. Sorry, I couldn't get the new one. Demo? What the fuck? You said you're going to buy me a new car. Why would you give me a demo? Oh, you're the worst dad. I hate you. That's an extreme, you know what I mean? But trust me, it happens. Too much spoiling, destroy the kid. Um. Yeah, so I'm going to get my daughter a bike. My missus calls and she's like, don't get her the bike. She wants a puppy. I'm like, okay, I I can't compute what's going on now. Because five minutes ago, you go to me, I don't want to spoil the kids. That $299 bike is too much. Now you want a puppy. What puppy is it? What you find one on the street? What puppy is it? She goes, a cavoodle, a labradoodle. I go, they're six grand. That's 20 bikes. I can open up a fucking bike store with this. She's like, yeah, but she really wants a. I go, bro, don't even talk about a puppy because I'm dealing with both of these kids most of the time. You can't deal with a puppy as well, dropping a shit on the new Freedom Rug or scratching up our $10,000 lounge. That's, that's not going to happen. You're going to do my head in. I'm going to end up sleeping with the boy, the girl, the puppy, and you're going to be in some recovery room sleeping on an Ikea bed. It's not going to be a good look for us. You, the kids aren't old enough now. My daughter needs to get a bit more responsibility. When she goes to kindergarten, then she can get a puppy after a year of that shit doing homework, coloring in Santa Claus and stuff like that. But up until then, it's not happening. All right, so. Oh, that looks good over there, bro. So that's the answer, Christy Cook. That's good there, bro. I like that shit. Pebble! Toys and Collectibles. Angel Grove Toys and Collectibles. www.angelgrovecollectibles.com. It's Christmas time. Doesn't matter. If you've missed out, you better go in and get it now. Get 10% off for the code VLAD from Angel Grove Collectibles. You guys just understand one thing that I've come to understand with this company. They get the highest quality, rarest stuff, the most collectible. You can pre-order things that are going to go up in value. It goes to angelgrovecollectibles.com. No AU. Angelgrovecollectibles.com is the thing. When you go to the code at the end, it's a discount code of 10% for Vlad. VLAD is what you chuck in there. Now, you can go there and get Power Rangers, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TMNT. It's the Macedonian Ninja Turtles. That's Dimche, Yofche, Borche, Blagoche. You can get Demon Slayer, One Piece, Naruto, My Hero Academia. You can get stuff from wrestling. You can get... Um, Things from like Marvel, from DC, Batman's, the Spider-Man's, all of that stuff. Please get their official Ban Presto partners. So Ban Presto is the best manufacturer, biggest manufacturer in the world for anime stuff. They're, they're official partners as well. They love the 90s, the, 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 the noughties, the 90s, 
all of that stuff is available on angelgrovecollectibles.com. Snoop around on that website and have a look uh, what they've got. They're big podcast sponsors here. They've continuously, we appreciate Angel Grove very much. They had balls deep, toys deep into their world and they do a quality job about it. So you go and support the supporters that support the podcast and we get on having a beautiful symbiotic coexistence together where they support this and you get it to your phone free, like a little tight ass, instead of signing up to the Patreon, you just want a free. I just want a free, man. I want to buy a Golf R next year. I just want a free because I'm going to go to the Greek islands. So anyway, just go to angelgrovecollectibles.com, support this by buying some stuff from them, putting in the code Vlad. All right. Love yous. Angel Grove wrap. If you've got a business, please keep us safe. Keep these troll, the hackers, these guns away. Your name, Virtue Wine says. I'm gonna say it again, I'm gonna say it one more time. Virtue Wine Virtuos is helping businesses balance productivity and cybersecurity. Just quickly and cleanly, it's an IT company that looks after the running of your online businesses, of your IT in your company, whether you're a real estate company or you sell, you know, cardboard boxes to Bunnings. It doesn't matter. You just need to get an IT provider plus a, a servicer that makes sure that everything is running as smooth as peanut butter. Virtuosa's family-owned, all right? Microsoft 365 is what they specialize in with modern workplace and cybersecurity for businesses worldwide. And their mission is to empower staff through technology so they can be working uh, abroad even safely. They can work from home safely. A lot of people are, you know, pretending to have COVID at home, really, but he just wants to party and go to Stereosonic. doesn't matter. We can make it happen with Virtuosa's, V-I-R-T-U-O-S-Y-S. Dot com.au, V-I-R-T-U-O-S-Y-S dot com.au, IT company, managed IT services. They can do it at the cost at minimum for you. If you don't have a huge business, they are not just going to slap you with a one-size-fits-all. They're going to give you one that caters to your business like the Subway for IT management. Make sure you touch base with Virtuosis, V-I-R-T-U-O-S-Y-S. You can get in touch on their website. You can email them, this, that at virtuosis.com.au, or if you give them a buzz, look them up, give them a buzz, you can mention Vlad. Always mention Vlad so you can keep this podcast coming to you free any Mac. I said Bruce, super convenience. Bruce, super convenience. The number one US snack food plug, bro. Bruce is a suburb in Canberra that sends out the best American snacks all the way around Australia for you guys. They've even got Euro. They've even got Asian. They've got Maso Greek snacks, some Croatian station. They've got Serbian. They've got a whole bunch of snacks. If you go to www.brucesuper.com.au, brucesuper.com.au, 10% off for the code Vlad. 10% off for the code Vlad. Fat kids, kids, fat, fuck you, Fat kid snacks, bro. Get on there. Grow some tits. I'm only joking. Go over there, eat, and then go lick a river, bro. Go hit the forest. Relax. You don't have to get fat. You can just have a little bit. Temper yourself down. Have some Porsche control. Okay. Have some Porsche control. Okay. This guy that was teaching us this jet ski license. Oh, shit. I need to go get my left jet ski license, bear. Anyway, lots of um, best snacks. And this is an ad. For Bruce Super Convenience, bro. 10% off. Why? Because. 10% off because he loves the podcast. Who? 10% off. You're going to get into touch with www.brucesuper.com. Have a look at what they've got. Chips, drinks, chocolates, lollies, um, power energy drinks, 
chocolate milkshakes, uh, chocolate uh, stuff to put into milk, whatever, the, the powders and the, the, all of that stuff. Get onto brucesuper.com.au, follow the Instagram page, Bruce Super C, Bruce Super C for convenience. Go and support them and order some stuff. 10% off for the code Vlad, plus he'll give you extra freebies on top. On top of your stuff, you're getting freebies from Dan and the boys at Bruce Super. It's, their website's updated daily. I don't understand how many new things this guy gets. He gets truckloads, literally pallet loads of new snacks, chips, drinks, all of that stuff. The weird, the cool, the awesome, the hard to get. Bruce Super Convenience. That's where you need to go. www.brucesuper.com.au. Support the supporters. It's a better the back, guys. Last one, and then actually, we've got a special thing that's going to happen. Lauren goes, have you ever regretted anything in life? Uh, yeah, I have. Of course, I've regretted things in life, bro. How how could you not regret in life? You know, what is life without regret? Regret is a is an emotion that um, that kind of, I suppose, steers you to, to not do something uh, that silly again. You know, I, I remember if I was going to think about things I regret, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, like things are pretty good, bro. Like I've got to say that God has blessed me for sure. Um, I am a patient man, very patient. Um, I'm impatient on the surface and in my body, but over the long haul, I'm resilient and patient, and I've worked extremely hard at what I do, whether it's be music or um, comedy or podcasting or stuff. You guys know, bro, I started this podcast in September 2020. I have not taken a week off uh, in two years uh, and four months. So 121 episodes. I have been as consistent as it gets. So uh, you know that, and I and I do that because of the dedication to the craft and the dedication to the fans, the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of downloaders that have happened and around the world. I'm definitely dedicated, uh, and that that's a sacrifice, bro. But I regrets. I regret saying some stuff in the past um, to cer- certain people. Uh, I could have been a lot better. Uh, I reckon um, sometimes I let my emotions uh, uh, kind of guide me in my speech and the speech wasn't the best, it was immature, uh, it wasn't very empathetic, it was pathetic. And, yeah, I'm talking about quite quite some time ago, you know, I've become an, I'm an older guy, bro, I'm a father now, I've got to take – but then again, I regret shit that I said to the Mrs. Proprietary Limited, like I've said some stuff that I'll go, that, that wasn't cool, bro, You should, and equally she said to me. But that's just, you know, another thorn in your side. You don't want to do that, bro. Regret is – it's a stone you've got to carry in your heart. And um, I remember like when I was young, I said some distasteful shit to some – someone i'm quite careful like i'm i don't want to be an asshole to people on purpose so it's more reaction uh if someone's gone out and had a go on me and and then i've reacted um which is not good again uh that's just the inability to control my emotion at that point um but no one taught me about this this is 2000s like no one taught me about that stuff i didn't have andrew tate with a sleeve with a snake tat telling me to be stoic you know what I mean? It was just all guns blazing going into the fray. Didn't know what day it was. And I said some stuff and some bad shit happened and then I had to live with those decisions. And it all's, you know, iron's made in fire, bro. And you have to have these um, 
regrets uh, in life to kind of stop you from making more mistakes in life that make you give you more regrets. Um, I remember Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers said, you know, I'd rather regret something I did than something I didn't do. And he has had a, a beautiful, big, colourful, flamboyant, influential life. Um, he did write a book called Acid for the Children. I mean, I think that just might be a buzzword to get more sales and I've read that it's boring as shit, but I would definitely say that that's a man that, that doesn't, you know, allow fear and regret uh, to conduct his um, decisions in life. He goes with the flow and all of that. He nearly died a mi- million times and all of that, but I think God's got a bigger plan than what Flea does and uh, Flea is here because he's contributed something and, you know, He's just a lucky one. I suppose everyone in, in there is lucky to be breathing out here today. So I would say that no regrets in regards to our overall scheme of things. But in the moments I have regret, yeah, for sure, bro. Like um, I have a lot of self-awareness. Uh, I think I have. Anyway, my, my missus might think I don't. Um, but I, I think I do have self-awareness. And, and that just helps me kind of – steer away from too many pits, falling into too many pits and making too much trouble for myself. Bro, that's that's about it, you know, how to deal with regret. That wasn't really part of the question, but I think you just got to sit in it, you know. You got to – probably the best advice I got is to write things out. If you write it out, then you get a little bit more clarity as to why you did things. But you got to be super honest with yourself as you're writing. Why would I have done that? Why did I say? What did I say? What was my intention? And then what is your primary emotion conducting that? And the primary emotion is like your anger, fear, fear, anger. Uh, there's another one, love. That's a primary emotion. I think there's three or four primary. And then they, they then, then branch. So fear then branches to like anger, protection, self-protection, lashing out. Um, and then like uh, what was the other one? Uh Anger, yeah, anger. And then it could be disappointment branches from that, you know, passive aggression branches from that, all of this stuff. But if you look at your primary emotion, you can, and you're honest with yourself to say, this is, I'm going to be super honest. I'm really f- fearful of something. And that's why I'm angry or that's why I'm, you know, acting, acting in this way. Um, but it, it's a, t- yeah, someone's got to teach you this stuff. It doesn't come in the, there's no owner's manual, bro, um, in regards to, dealing with social events and society and stuff. It's it's tough. I mean, they had the Bible, but who wants to believe in God? He has a magical man up in the sky when we can listen to Elon Musk and drive 100 k's into a wall and not even be able to take Santa Claus photos because everyone's their own God now. But anyway, enjoy Sodom and Gomorrah. It's written in the Bible, and we'll see how this works out for us. Um, I'm sure there'll be regret on, on the point of that. All right, good luck. I'm going to do one more thing, and now I'm wrapping. Merry Christmas to all who've been asked a question, and we might as well do it. Now, we've been asked for the top 10 catastrophes of 2020. The top 10 catastrophes of 2022. Let's go right now. At number 10, feminism. You go, girl. Get yourself an OnlyFans. Who cares? Boss bitch. And number nine. Instagram entrepreneurs. You can do it, bro. Make a million in a week. 
at number eight. Designer handbags for men that strap onto the front. It looks sick, bro. At number seven. White nail polish on all the girls in Sydney. Come on! So sexy, babe. It's so sexy. Number six. Going to Nobu and tagging yourself forever on the sea. I love sushi. At number five. Dating websites. I'm going to find a soulmate. At number four. Not going to work. Can someone help me, please? I'm going to shut the shop. Number three. Airports. You're not going anywhere, bro. And number two. Politics, identity politics, hey, she, this, that. No one cares. And number one. Number one for 2022 catastrophes. COVID. Fuck you, man. Hitch cut him out it in. That's it, guys. That's the 2022 catastrophes. Hope you guys enjoy it. Have a Merry Christmas. I love you. Gotta leave you. Merry Christmas. Get the spirit in you. All right. On the third year of marriage, the missus said to me, Stop playing FIFA, please take the bins out, but remember I love you. On the fourth year of marriage, the missus said to me, Turn down the music, stop playing FIFA, please take the bins out, but remember I love you. On the fifth year of marriage, the missus said to me, Turn down the tune, stop playing games, please Take the pins out, but remember I love you On the sixth year of marriage, the missus said to me Do you have to play off no remix? Turn down the tune, stop playing FIFA, please Take the pins out, but remember I love you on the seventh year of marriage, the missus said to me, I scratched your rims, do you have to play golf? No smashing. Turn down the tune, stop playing FIFA, please. Take the bins out, but remember, I love you. On the eighth year of marriage, the missus said to me, Kids have done my heading, I stretched your rims. Do you have to play off no fresh? Turn down the tune, stop playing games, please. Take the bins out, but remember, I 